Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch things from pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I also am Jake. What? Huh? Is that how those words work? Yeah, well, is, in this case, doesn't it just... No. No, look it up. I think maybe you'll find that in our differences, we'll find so many similarities. I don't think we have a Wikipedia, so I can't look it up. How come we don't have a Wikipedia? I don't know. What would they call it? A failedpedia? Fail, uh, maybe. Fail, there's got to be a failedpedia already, first Probably. of all. Wikifailia? Uh, the, the rest of our our name is has too many like just common words in it, <laughs> like my name. Yes, your uh, improper noun name, right? And, and your name is one of the more generic names. Never, it's... I spell it J A I K though. And there's like a silent six in there somewhere. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's a family thing. <laughs> uh, really into binary at one point. Yeah. I think that's just ones and zeros. Anyhow, we're watching Mystic Knights episode of two, no, no. 43. Yes. That sounds the right. The Warrior of Tamra. There's another forgotten warrior guy. Um. So this is what we found out uh, is going to be a far po- four-part saga yeah. right here at the ass end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It looks as though the war is really heating up. Yeah. We know that because when we open... There's a whole bunch of dudes fighting in a field and a big angry kitty cat. Yeah, just running around. Mav just called like a, a, a saber tooth panther of some sort. Um, and the knights, you know, they're they're fighting and they kill it with magic. Yeah. Well, first they have to learn the power of working together. <laughs> kind of. So Ivar tries to do nothing at it and that doesn't work. So that shot of them from behind at the cat, it really looks like just a superimposed, like, little baby kitty cat, right? Yep, 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 yep. When they, like, show the CGI face, it doesn't, but... Right, you can tell that it's an actual tiger or leopard or something. Um, So, uh, for whatever reason, they don't do the thing where they all hit it at once. It's just Rowan and Deirdre who shoot it, then it grows, like, three times. That's been proven to work every time. It's the only thing that works. One could argue. 42 other times that has accomplished their goal. Right. Plus, who knows how many times off screen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it gets bigger when they only shoot it with two guns. Yeah, and two then weapons. it explodes and rains down sparkles, um, which spooks Torque's horse, and he falls down, and the knights take him captive. So we know that that wasn't the good horse that we met the other day. Right. Who good, isn't good spooked horse. by things. <laughs> that horse earned a vacation, ah. so he's off uh, wherever Garrett's from living it up mexico i don't know that it's not so i can't contest it exactly the knights bring torque home and jake and i were 100 percent convinced that due to the title yeah this was going to be an amnesia episode but it's not which is i don't know if it's worse or better uh i guess we have to see how the rest of the saga plays i guess well we'll find the god saga we'll find out some stuff that made us pretty uncomfortable (laughs) <laughs> and unsure how to proceed in making fun of it. But yep. we'll get there. Torque immediately kind of gives up on his principles and is like, if you don't kill me, I'll tell you some stuff. 
And uh, Deidre's like, wizard, use your second sight to see if what he's saying is true. Because I guess that's a thing it can do now. It's not just for looking in boxes. It's, I mean, his his second sight is just like his powder in his workshop. They just <laughs> have possess whatever it's plot the power device. Of plot. Yeah. yeah. So I forget what the, what the accord they come to is. He said, uh, Tork says something to the effect of everyone's tired. Maeve's, uh, what are those people who fight for her? Her troops. Army. Uh, yeah, the army is is tired. They're, she's running out of people. They, they keep losing. She's weak. And her kingdom is in, I forget the word. They Ashes use. or something. Uh, shambles. Shambles. And uh, so, so King Dad is like, go tell her there will be peace and we'll be done with this. Instead That's of right. just murdering Torque, Right. Who betrayed him. He's a traitor to this kingdom. Right. And also the only competent person in Castle Tamra. Yeah. And he's not that competent. No. Torque said that he'd tell these things if they let him go, and no one no one raised a single objection about that, or even suggested have the wizard make one of them look like him and then infiltrate and take down Mav from the inside. Or have the wizard make them grow to 50 feet and go stomp on the castle. Right. Which I'm pretty sure wizards can do. Right. Or use their dragon to go burn it to the ground. Or yeah. use their magic weapons to k- just kill everyone in the path. There's nothing more Mav. infuriating than someone owning a dragon and not using it right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They throw Torque out. And they're like, I bet this will go good. Because <laughs> they haven't learned anything in 40-something episodes. So when we jump over to Castle Tamra, Mav and Miter are talking. Miter is getting impatient with... How long it's taking for him to have his opportunity to take over Tirnano. Yeah, he's like, it's been 42 episodes, bitch. <laughs> and she says something to the effect of, it's not gone great. You've been a part of this whole thing. You know how not well we're doing. I mean, I would say a good half of her plan's failings are his fault. True. They don't seem to be on the same page entirely. Because it sometimes feels as though he's actively working against her. Yeah. Or not giving her the resources she needs. But amidst this conversation, Torque comes running in like Dumbledore did in the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> did you put your name in the cup? <laughs> and he tells her all that he revealed to Kells. And she's not mad at all, which I found surprising. She's she, well, she's a schemer, Sky. She sees an opportunity. She's playing like six-dimensional chess. Is that a Star Trek thing? They got like... No. Silly chessboards in Star Trek. I've just heard them talk about three-dimensional chess, and she's two more above that. Oh. Or three more. Well, I think they got silly chessboards in Star Trek. That's, I don't know. It's not true. I know. Star Trek is uh, probably the one thing that you and I know nothing about. Not nothing, but yeah, not. We, not enough to really claim to know anything. Right. I know that there are spaceships and that they got phasers. It's often a thing that I think about, like, I should, I should probably just do this. Like, nah. There's, There's so, so much, much of it. it. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I I actually just looked up a list of the uh, Next Generation episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a few from each season that are the recommended ones. And it's like 40 episodes over the seven seasons or whatever. Yeah, that's too many. Uh, I'm still still debating. I put the list in my phone so I could I do mean, it. I under, I, there's a lot of aspects about the, the, the storytelling in Star Trek that uh, appeal to me. Like how there's no money and it's a utopia and like and there are spaceships and there are spaceships and aliens and cool stuff like that. Yeah. Except from what I've seen of the the very few Star Trek episodes that I have, it's impossibly boring. 
Uh, it's yeah, there's it's a lot of f- philosophical stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's why they picked out the best forty episodes to you <laughs> of the sure. at least the next generation because that's. I mean, I, I, I don't s- think it's officially the best one, but I think it's the best one. I think it was Deep Space Nine that I saw, where the everybody on board the crew on board the ship got hooked on a video game that had like a donut that you threw into a wormhole and everybody like it was designed to change your brain chemistry or whatever so that you got obsessed with the game and stopped doing your job and everybody just instead of doing their stuff was playing this donut game (laughs) and the the mary sue guy uh was the only one who didn't get led astray and i don't it was some sort of hypnosis by some other person i don't know it was really why, bad why and did I was, you refer to I just, him as a mary sue's guy because it's a character that everybody recognizes as a mary sue i can't remember his name i think it's like crusher hogan or something hmm. it's something weird like that because he's the best at everything oh okay i didn't know if you decided that or if the internet no the internet didn't. i'll let it slide then because i was gonna say you can't judge him as a mary sue from one episode <laughs> it's true. uh yeah i guess i just i just watched the three jj abrams movies I mean, you can just watch the first one. The second one is a dramatic change in tone, and then the third one isn't necessary at all. The third one's fun. It's, it's fine. fine. It's just a fun little romp. It's not great. I mean, it's fine, but the first one is good, and the second one is okay, and it really made me mad at the end. Yeah, but there's only three of them, so there's not too much. <laughs> it's true. Or I'll just continue to look at my precious star war there you go so mav uh decides hey, to walk back. 500 miles um uh, and, then and she i would walk 500, 500 miles and i would walk but fi- i thought you were gonna keep talking while i and i was just gonna oh. get quieter while you no and she was and then i was gonna I'll change just, the words i'll just i'll just put in uh the proclaimers underneath this while okay. we pr- proceed that's good but she she rides a horse and then she walks and then she rides a boat like one of them stick boats in venice but for I don't know, the Celtic Isles. A gondola. That's it. Gondola? Gondola. I think it's gondola. A gondola is a sandwich, I think. (laughs) I mean, they probably both are sandwiches. Yeah, they both probably float. (laughs) Depends on what's in them, probably. She pulled right up to that rock and was able to use it as a step to get out. Yeah, so Mav just left on her own without her Havoc staff, except she has it later, to go to some ruins. (laughs) She's got it in her cloak. Probably, I guess. Because she doesn't have it in one shot, and then she certainly does in the next. Maybe she can just summon it. But uh, it's a spooky ruin with a whole bunch of bats and stuff in it. It's a spooky ruins. Oh, no, they're not bats. They are crows. That's important in exactly one second. Because oh, yeah. she yells into the, into the air, and one of the crows responds, and then it turns into a people. A lady people. Yeah. A beautiful lady. She is very pretty. Um, How can you tell? This is everything's. A we sc- do get a close up. Everything's very pixelated. We get a close up. Everyone looks like Mrs. Pac Man. <laughs> you got something against Mrs. Pac Man? No, but what that mouth do? <laughs> Goblin those marbles. Um, but she, she was a lady who was a crow. She apparently taught Mav how to do her sorcery or warrior stuff. Do you think Mav? When I got nothing. <laughs> okay. It sounded like you had a thing there. I had I had like a tenuous grasp on her like <laughs> learning from crows for a second, but then I couldn't figure out how it would work, so we'll just move on. <laughs> Way to bail. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I, I, this is Mav's teacher or mom or both. 
teacher mom. I mean, she was homeschooled, and that would explain some stuff. Yeah. She's an only child. That would also explain some stuff and why she wants this thing so bad, even though it, it, I don't see any kind of gain yeah. for her taking over Kells other than she just wants it because she wants it. I think teacher mom has a cool staff. She does. It seems to be like a halberd, which is a, like Ruth. a staff axe. Um, But the two of them have a conversation about someone ambiguous. Uh, and how he's not ready. I've been feeding him dragon dust, bones, bone dust. And they say he's still other got stuff. too much human in him? He still has some humanity, yeah. I guess he is pretty shaped like a people. I mean, I guess that will be his eventual downfall, now that we're going back and thinking about what they've said. Yeah, probably. In, in apparently four episodes. Well, also, he's the bad guy, so of course he has to lose. That's true. Um, But uh, Teacher Mom doesn't think he's ready even though he looks pretty baked to me though he does 100 percent look like a gorgonite yeah the guy one of the the, the monsters from small soldiers he so he has a, a shiny orange yellow just some rocking suit rock and abs just yeah. shiny and orange and then he has like guar armor over the shoulders in the groin area i don't know what guar means they're uh they're they're that, like a scary band okay um and a skull helmet. And a skull helmet that like is like a grimacing like grin. Monster. Yeah. Like it's got a weird grin sort of thing and he looks out its mouth. And then he's got like He's pretty cool. He's got like weird red dreadlocks. He does. He looks like if you took Archer from the Gorgonites and combined him with Demise from the Legend of Zelda and gave him an axe. I know you don't really get half of that reference, but it does. Well you didn't get half of my reference. That's right. So uh, I think you said it best when he just looks like a He-Man figure. He does. Not He-Man himself, but like uh, one of the other guys. Yeah. Like towards the end of the line when they were like, uh, like I don't know. What if he was, skullhead axe. What if he was yellow and had some big black armor? <laughs> it's not a bad look, but it doesn't no. look like he fits the show. Yeah. I think somewhere else this would have looked really cool. Yeah. It, if they just, instead of having the orange just rippling abs, if they had just sprayed it gray or purple or, or blue even I just a less, more muted color yeah less like in your face it would be less silly and more scary uh but mav is all horny for this guy and she's like i'm gonna take him and he's gonna kill everyone or something and to demonstrate it she summons up some griffins what's his name gunk Gak? uh lugad lugag you gotta learn it because we have to deal with him for four episodes I'm gonna call him Gunk. He's he will officially be in more episodes than Garrett. <laughs> Take that, Garrett. Oh man, they could have an axe off. So Garrett or Garrett. Uh Lugad. Lugad has an axe that can shoot out little like, zigzags. Yeah, zigzags. That's a, it looks like uh, lightning doodles from a, a notebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, initially I thought that they were fish skeletons, but they they're just zigzags with fish skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like. Yeah, they do. Especially in that first shot. And he's got a voice that we can't decide if it's offensive or not. It's uh, it's very similar to Lou Ferrigno's voice. Yeah. Think back to when you were 12 and uh, made fun of somebody. It's that voice. Um, it's not good. And we find out in a little bit that he's simple. He seems to be. Is, like, is their wording. Cognitively speaking, we don't know how developed he is. And we're not sure if we can make fun of him or not. But he is a good warrior, I guess. 
uh, either he's great or everyone else sucks. It's probably a mixture of both. I was going to say, we. I mean, we have 42 episodes of watching everyone else suck, so That's true. the bar is set really low. Yeah, but he just comes running in and just wrecks shop on some troops from Kells. He just shoulder checks one into a ravine. So all the other like people that Maeve has brought in, like uh, the Borrow guy and uh, like the Lightning Bat and etc were those just to kill time until this guy was ready to go until like i guess i guess he's not ready now but she maybe ran out of other guys to yeah, throw he's more ready than he would have been in episode three. i mean she was down to a kitty cat yeah so all right well i used the cat now we're out of <laughs> the way where you've paused it right here really looks like the skull has eyes and pupils yep and also lugag's face looks like that of a planet of the apes it sure does so there's that. Even, I even looked him up because this is pretty low quality. So I looked up pictures online and there's not any really great high quality <laughs> pictures of him. What we need is a nice glossy JPEG, but yeah, it's not going to happen. So the, the Mav and our company watch him attack some Kells troops and they're like, oh, good. He's going to murder them all. Cool, cool, cool. And they retreat back to Castle Tamara to further discuss how they're going to take care of business using this guy. And... Miter reminds her that he is still in, you know, she still owes him. But Queen Mav says something like, I'm going to use this guy instead of your magics. So was Logag created independent of Miter magic? I guess so, by Teacher Mom. Okay. Where does Teacher Mom get her magic? She also still needs uh, Miter's magic. She doesn't okay. say I'm using him instead. She's using him in addition because she uses Miter's magic to cloud the wizards. <laughs> uh, That's right. Second sight or his visions or whatever. Right. Which we'll get to in a second, but <sighs> it's yep. It's it's a thing. I I guess that everybody's on board for this plan. Yeah. Miter seems scared by Lugag, and Torque seems intimidated also, but Torque's ego is pretty fragile. He fell off a horse earlier today. <laughs> he didn't be. So we jump over to Kells, and the troops are reporting to the king that there's a new monster, and he's just throwing dudes left and right and center. It's a real bad scene. <laughs> Shooting squiggles at us. <laughs> All sorts of squiggles. God, he's got the power of Lisa Frank. <laughs> he's got a blue dolphin. <laughs> Rock hard abs. We all were so distracted by them. Kahad looks <laughs> using his damn second sight, and we see... Uh, cuts footage of literal clouds. Yeah, because his his sight is clouded. His visions are clouded. Sky, do you get it? I yeah. Usually that's a metaphor, but now it is quite literal. Yeah. For whatever reason, Kahad decides that the Mystic Knights can go fight him, but they can't use their armor. Yeah, because which pissed me off. Because we don't know what'll happen. They won't get stabbed. That's what'll happen. Yeah, like King Dad outright says why, and. God's like, well, we don't know what he's capable of. Maybe they can take him. They've never been able to do that without their armor. <sighs> they should never be not wearing their armor. They should wear it to the bathroom and in the shower and in bed. Yes. Get all the pee out of it. So he calls Aideen because Aideen has just been reduced from a character to a fucking telephone in this. <laughs> She's uh, a text scroll now. Um, and they tell her to tell them the thing that he just said. And she does. She's a good telephone. <laughs> I hope that actress got paid well. Just no. dangling from them ropes over a green screen. If I know anything uh, from she what didn't. I've learned from you, yeah, is none of these people did. No. We jump over to a village, and Deirdre's 
handing out scoops of grain while the rest of the knights just, I don't know, sit on their asses and do nothing? They only have one scoop. That's not really a great excuse. They but... Also, they've decided that it, it's peacetime now because <laughs> because they told Torque t- to tell Maeve there was peace. So now it's just peacetime. Did they decide that? Yeah, they, they're they discussing it here about okay. it being, uh, it sure is nice to have peace. I see. Everybody's also wearing their wintertime stuff. I don't know if that's relevant, but like everybody's got sleeves. Yeah, that's weird. And uh, Angus's coat is more poofy than normal. Uh, peacetime is cold. I guess that's fair. Uh, so Aideen pops in and says, hey, there's a new guy. He's probably going to kill everybody. Um, and to prove that point, we get a bunch of Kel's troops just running for their lives. And <laughs> fucking Luke Egg just runs up and knocks shit over like a real asshole. He doesn't even really knock it over. He, like, taps it and pushes it. O- pushes this wall over with his, uh, what do you call that thing, an axe? Yes. Really? Is that what they call that, an axe? Usually. I think you could go as far as to call it a battle axe. Wow. You battled that wall. <laughs> He just yeah it, he he ran over with the explicit intent to knock that over is how it looked he absolutely did but he didn't I don't know, he there was that pause where he they must have been like don't hit this too hard because your axe will break <laughs> it's made of foam rubber so please be careful so he nudged it over so the the battle is joined the knights come running out and two of them attack at a time like you'll do uh, like you'll do when you have to fill twenty minutes right. Uh, Lugag shoots some squiggles at him. Angus barely moves out of the way because the aim was bad, I guess. And he gets a little confused because the three of them stand around him while one of them stands off to the side. And then he just shoots squiggles into the air that comes down around them. Yeah, it seems to work really well, his attack. Yeah, and then they decide that he's the battle's done and they run away. So everyone in that village is dead now. Because yes. they just ran away. Or at very least, all of their walls are nudged over. <laughs> and they edify Kahad as to what had happened. And they one of them yells, we could have fought him if we just used our armor. And Yeah, I agree. I agree with that completely. Or if you had a submachine gun to shoot him in the belly. Or if any of you had actually attacked him in any way, probably would have done something. Well, yeah, but they were busy diving out of the way of squiggles. There was plenty of time in between. I understand Angus not wanting to use his because his sucks. Because you got to whip rocks at a guy. And that's not great for aiming. And it's probably very tiring. But also, why didn't you do that? Yeah, you only... I mean, all it really takes is one good, well-placed rock to... Yeah, if you just smash his helmet, it'll it'll be... Like, it'll smash into his brain and stab him there. Then you stomp on the goo. <laughs> Until there's nothing but wet chunks and floor. Yeah. Aideen pops in and says, more, you know, he's fucking attacking some more. The the knights go out and they lead some troops until they run into the Kel, or uh, the Tamar troops again. Why aren't they already in armor? I don't know. Because they were explicitly asked to not to. Right, but then they completely disregard that in a couple of minutes. Oh, right. And also, it's, too, it's not far enough into the episode for them to be wearing their armor. I guess. So th- there's just a line of Tamar troops and the the uh, Kells guys build up a phalanx with their interlocking shields and the Tamar guys just come walking at it real slow like. There's not a lot of energy in these fights. No. And Torque shows up. He's got his horse. Maybe the good one. It's hard to say. Uh, he doesn't get whipped off of it. That we see. Right. 
and then there's just shields smashing together and dudes waving sticks at each other. Yeah, this fight is more pushing than anything. Yeah, it's a tug of war, but like pushing instead but of push pulling. a war. Yeah, instead of a tug, doesn't have the same ring. A shovel war. The knights on, of course, hang in the back and just watch. Meanwhile, we get a shot of uh, Lugad. Lugad just running over. Have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Because he looks like Simple Jack running into frame. <laughs> it's not great. I don't know why the, the, the Tamara troops didn't just have him there to start with. I guess the, the, that was their maybe a tactic, or maybe he was off just getting a milkshake and he <laughs> is late to the battle. Shows up 15 minutes late with Starbucks. Yeah. Crap. He hears the clattering of shields. <laughs> oh, oh, beans. I'm late again. I'm not doing his voice pretty deliberately. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't. So, so Ivar gets knocked down, and then Deirdre tries to kick him instead of shooting her him with her gun. She tries. She takes a swing at him with her tiny little human hands. Yeah, it doesn't go great, and then she gets thrown into a ravine. She recovers pretty nicely, but I, that couldn't have been fun for her. And then Lugad, he knocks all the after he knocks all the knights down. He does what he it looks like he really wants to do, and he just goes and shoves everyone else down, yep. throwing them through the air into trees and shit. Like he runs away from the knights. Like all right, now I can do my thing. I can yeah. shove the good guys down. And he shoves all of them, I think. I think so. And after everybody has been sufficiently shoved, everybody, the troops run away, and the Tamar troops follow, uh, Lugag strikes a pose and shoots some more squiggles at the knights, and they're like, fuck all of this, and they put their armor on. We got a, we got a thing to protect us from shit like this. I'm not getting hit with no squiggles anymore. It stings. <laughs> Yeah, he's politely aiming at the ground in front of us, but that sucks too. Yeah. So we get the the full transformations for everybody because they really needed to stretch out. Uh, well, when you're writing a four episode saga, you gotta <laughs> pad it out as much as you can. It was, a, it was about this point. Well, no, maybe not quite this point yet, but there came a point where Sky and I realized this was not going to have a satisfying ending. Yeah, every episode has been like this, except they turned it around in the last two minutes. Yeah, but it didn't. <laughs> we got to the last one. minute, and we were like, "Wait a second. So the knights, knowing that they should surround him because it confused him last time, they of course stand in a line and uh, wait for him to shoot squiggles at them instead of doing anything. They're always standing in a fucking line. They don't take a single shot at him at all. <laughs> they just get blown back by squiggles, and uh, eventually they retreat. And the other three just stand there while one of them is getting hit with the blast. Yeah, Angus runs over to try and hit him in the face with his rock, which is admirable because he's trying to do a thing. Um, but the rest don't do anything, and eventually they run away, and Lugag yells, Hooray, I did it! <laughs> or something. I don't remember specifically. It, I'm, I'm glad he, he, he accomplished his goal. He's yeah, doing he, his best out there. He's living his best life. Luckily, the the Mystic Knights suck enough. We don't have to make fun of him. So the the knights run home, um, and there's more troops running around in the in the in the castle, which is pointless because the, uh, all they've proven to be is throwing materials. Yeah, but luckily he's just pushing them down. He's not actually hurting any of them. So well, I mean, they're in the castle. There's a lot more solid surfaces to bounce them off of. I guess that's true, but still, turn their bones into gravel. It's not like he's like stabbing them. That's true, even though he has that axe. Um, so the knights are like, we don't know what to do. We tried nothing, and we're out of ideas. We tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. And the episode ends. 
Oh no, how will they ever do anything and win? I don't know, they've only got six more episodes to sort this out. Ugh. Maybe seven more episodes, I don't know math. Oh boy, so Jake. Yes, guy. What was the most turtle-rific part? The most turtle-rific part was the fact that we opened on them fighting a kitty cat. <laughs> it's a pretty sweet kitty cat. Yeah. It got big, too. It sure did. I mean, cats, they seem to grow when they're kittens. They seem to grow up real fast. But that one exploded, got like three times as big. I don't know. Maybe that's how kittens are, are growing. You just don't know it. Because you got to put them in them a fire? Day. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shoot a gun at them. <laughs> a magic gun. <laughs> I think Lou Gag's design overall is pretty terrible. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't like hate his it. color scheme. I do say. like his color scheme. I don't like his color scheme for this show. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> like... On his own, like, just a picture of him, he looks kind of neat. That's a fair distinction. Yeah. I, I, uh, I wish he had more muted colors, but whatever, I guess. Like, I feel like he would make a cool Power Rangers villain or Absolutely. something. Because they're colorful, and the show's not as colorful. Even though there's a lot of colors in it, they're still, like you said, muted. and Yeah, it's mostly browns. I just, I, just, I just think about how boring I know I found this show <laughs> as a child. And I think that's definitely part of it, how just muted and, like dull it looks yeah, it's like the current dceu yeah whatever they're calling it where they don't allow colors uh, they film colors they just color wash it or they like gray wash it later yeah looking at you man of steel who is the most likable or effective character it's gotta i i mean it hands down has to go to lugad yeah because he did he did exactly what he was supposed to do he shot squiggles at the knights and pushed <laughs> some guys over nudged a wall down like looked, a real asshole. Looked real strong doing it. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm going to give it to Crow Mom. All right, she's good. Yeah. I'd like to know a lot more about her. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, she had that, that sweet-ass halberd, and she can be a crow. Is she bound to that area? Because why wasn't she at right. Tamara's castle? I mean, maybe that's just her house. <laughs> so, Jake, what'd you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? Ooh, Sky, let me tell you some stuff. Katie and I finished watching House Hunters Renovations, mm -hmm. and Hulu just started playing Mr. Bean, so we're on a real Mr. Bean kick. Yeah. Um, and I've, I, I'd watched a little bit of it re sort of recently. I know I've talked about it on the podcast, but we I've never sat down and watched all of them, and we're almost done. There's only 15 of them. Um, but Mr. Bean was more of, a, I guess, a series of specials yeah. than... Because each one, was, they're like months or years apart. They're, it's not like... <laughs> They made 15 for a season, and they were done. It's the, There's the first one, and then the next one came out, I think, nine months later or something, and then it was like a year. Like, it's it's over the 15 or over the course of, like, six years or something like that. Weird. Yeah. Um, but that's also nice because, you know, they weren't just cranking them out to crank them out, kind of. <laughs> well, they blew their budget strapping that chair to the top of his car. Uh, that happens much later. The budget clearly increases. Like, in the beginning, it's just... <laughs> They give they give Mr. Bean like a pen and he like does silly things with it. And the episode we just watched, he accidentally steals a baby and accidentally ties a bunch of balloons to the baby's uh, carriage and it floats away. I was like, look at that budget, <laughs> flying babies. But it's fun. Um, it's just silly. Uh, we're really trying to decide if Mr. Bean is autistic or not because I'm pretty sure that's his deal. Could be. Um, Katie has too much empathy. I don't know so... enough about it to confirm. Uh, or have an opinion. We're pretty sure he has autism. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he's 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 a guy who uh, high functioning. He's very high functioning, and he's a gentleman who 
um, knows how to just live his life and do his own thing on his own. He has little picnics where he eats a cupcake on his own and a fly tries to get it. And uh, he, he just has his little teddy bear and he takes himself on vacation. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, so that's what we've been watching. Well, mazel tov to him. Yeah. Uh, I also meant to tell you, uh, it's been a, a few now, but I watched the first two episodes of Beast Wars recently. Oh, yeah? Uh, and that's that's still fun. Yeah. I don't know. I've been meaning to watch a little bit more of it, but, um, you know, it's Beast Wars. It brought back some memories. Yeah. Those first several episodes are pretty intense. Yeah. The series as a whole is, now that I think about it. Yeah, like and the episode where Dinobot dies is pretty dramatic. I, I read, uh, I read up on all of it and how it fits with the rest of the Transformers universe and stuff. Time travel shenanigans. Yeah, um, but I'd, I'd like to, because it's not, there's not that many. I'd like to just watch. It, there's and, three seasons. Yeah, it's, it's not that much. Um, but I feel like in the middle, it, it. I've tried to watch it before, and I feel like in the middle, it's a lot of just like it gets weird. Well, let's go get this energon. Oh no, we're fighting. It goes back to the status quo until yeah. they move the story along. Season two gets fucking weird. <laughs> uh, also, on Disney Plus, uh, they put the 101 Dalmatians cartoon. I don't know if you recall that. I think I was aware of it. I don't um, know that I watched any. Of I it. watched an episode of it because they're in a weird order on Disney Plus, and I didn't realize it until after I started. Uh, pro tip for anyone watching anything on Disney Plus: Look at the episode order before you just start watching things. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, because from what I understand, everything is so mixed up, and I don't know why. It doesn't seem that hard to just put them in episode order. Yeah, they're numbered for a reason, right? Uh, the I think episode... this explicit reason. Yeah, I think the episode I watched was the first episode of season two, even though. On Disney Plus, they were all labeled as ep- or season one. Like, all the episodes were one season, and this was at the beginning. Weird. But it's, it was just a fun... I just wanted something easy to watch. And um, it's about little dogs doing things, and they have <laughs> they have voices that you'll recognize, Sky. I can't think of them now. I think Tara Strong is maybe in there. I'm sure. I think she's a chicken or something. <laughs> Someone's a chicken. I would, I would put money down saying Tress McNeil's in there somewhere. I think she might be a chicken. Someone's a chicken. His name is Spot. He's a chicken. I see. Podracer came out. Right. Uh, I really like Podracer. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, so I got through the first level of, of races and first places across the board. And I was like, I am so good at this. <laughs> and then I got to the second round uh, and I'm not so good at this anymore. <laughs> Can you play online against other children? Uh, you might be able to. To see just how not good you are at it? <laughs> I'm not going to, but you probably could. <laughs> Um, I've just been playing the tournament where you just go through and you have to advance to the next. Like a Mario Kart? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you get to drive Anakin's little pod racer around and I'm into that. <laughs> Can you design your own pod racer? I don't think so. Hmm. I, if they made that game now, you absolutely could. But it's, I mean, it's just straight oh, it's, up. It's just like a port? Yeah, it's just oh, the, okay. it's just I thought it was N64 one. No, it's oh, just okay. the, we live in a time where you can just download a game that took a whole cartridge. <laughs> You can download it into your little Switch. Yep. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, so that's fun. How many times have you looked at Katie and yelled, now this is pod racing? None times, because I don't know that she would get it, and after the fourth time, she would ask me to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, but that's just kind of her thing anyway, so. Yeah, she knows it's her audience. I think that's, those are the big things. I spent a lot of time playing that pod racer game. I mean, probably not that much time, really, 
uh, you know, because people play a lot of video games for a lot of hours. True. And uh, um, I don't. <laughs> so it was a lot for me. If you were to look at the uh, the clock that ticks on uh, either my Breath of the Wild game or Pokemon game, you would see just how many hours were, were in there. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't think this one keeps track, which is for the best. For a while ago, they added a feature in Breath of the Wild that will show you like where you've walked on the map, and you can play it from beginning to end, and it'll, you can s- see your little line progress, and then every time you die, Link will yell, Breath of the Wild is the game where I've died the most, <laughs> because it's pretty unforgiving until you uh, start making some progress. And there was a section where you have to scavenge some lightning arrows from an area where there's a lionel, which is basically a centaur, but the top half, instead of being just a person, is also a lion. And they will fuck up your whole day. (laughs) And it killed me, like, 23 times in a row. Like, even if you try to escape, it can shoot up in the air and lightning will strike down. So I ran and jumped off of the ledge to use my glider to get away. Uh, And then it just shot me with lightning anyway. That sounds Uh, terrible. (laughs) It was frustrating. You just had to sneak around and get the arrows you needed. That's why I only play uh, games from the Nintendo 64 that I already know how to play. (laughs) This is a good game. I watched Knives Out. It's such a good movie. It's a good movie. It's got a lot of actors that I like. I forgot Michael Shannon was in it. He is. He's in it. Um, The other people are in it. (laughs) Yes, they all are. It's a good, uh, right? It's a good time. Frank Oz is there for a minute. Is he? Yeah, he's the lawyer. Oh, okay. I I knew his voice was familiar, but I couldn't put oh, my finger on it. You 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 will recognize him from the Blues Brothers. I see. Or directing the Indian in the Cupboard. Ah, of course, that's it. And I also watched a movie called Mayhem, which I had been looking or to watch, but I didn't want to pay money to watch. Uh, but it's finally on Amazon Prime, and it's a movie starring. Uh, Stephen Ewan, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's the fellow who played Glenn in The Walking Dead, and uh, Samara Weaving, which is Hugo Weaving's niece. Um, She is also in a movie called Ready or Not, which I really want to see, where she gets hunted by a family. Uh, She's like marrying in, and the family hunts her for one night. Yeah, I've heard of that. And she's also in The Babysitter, which is a pretty good movie. Uh, I don't usually like horror movies, but that one's actually really fun. It's like a zombie movie, but instead of being zombies, it just makes you hyper-violent. So, um, it's kind of like a revenge fantasy movie, where you kill all the people at work that you hate. Oh, that seems right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steven Ewan's character is like a lawyer or something. I forget specifically, but uh, he gets to take his vengeance out on all of the people who have wronged him at work. And it's just... Like a solid hour and a half of uh, people getting shot with nail guns and beaten up and stuff. Pretty fun. Nice. (laughs) Indeed. So I want to watch Ready or Not, but I don't want to spend money on it. It'll show up somewhere eventually. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye out, but we'll see how it goes. And I did some other stuff. I actually wrote it down this week, but then I came here without that. So (laughs) here we are. I mean, I did other things like I sanded (laughs) that dresser. That I've been working on, but that's not interesting talking. Not really. I went to work. That's not interesting either. No. I drove my car around a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I'm getting into more Facebook arguments with idiots. You sure are. I am not. Yeah, I'm just done (laughs) and feel like yelling at dumb people. 
I mean, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Hey, it's a dog. But I think it's not a dog. It's the dog. It's a dog. Hi. I think that'll probably do it for this week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to, you can rate and view us on whatever you can or whatever you listen to. Uh, podca- podcast Addict finally added in a, a rate feature where you can do that. Can you, they rate and review us on Yelp, Sky? Probably. Cool. I don't know how they do that. I don't I think that's, that's mostly for you. businesses, and we're not really a business. If anything, we've well, you haven't, but I've lost a whole bunch of money on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Invested, Sky, not lost. Yeah, that's fair. Um, God, if I had known how much cheaper Podbean was over Podomatic, I would have made a switch a lot sooner. <laughs> um, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with Noe at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And as we've been saying for a little while now, it's always been true, but Black Lives Matter, defund the police, and that's it. That's all defund the police except in that one town in New Jersey where they already did it and it worked. Yeah. I guess they could continue defunding the police because like the New York budget for policemen is preposterous like are they going to start a fucking space program what are they going to do with five billion dollars uh <sighs> kill some people clearly we're getting new tanks everyone did you see the somebody was going through like a budget and there was like three grand for cheesy snacks yep. <laughs> specifically cheesy puff snacks yeah and then they're like okay because they explained how that goes to you know, people who've been victims of domestic violence or whatever. And okay, sure. And then somebody found, okay, but what about the jet skis? <laughs> they had jet skis. They had too? jet skis on that budget. See that part. Yeah. 13 grand in jet skis. And then instead of addressing that, they're like, well, look, if you want to talk about it, why don't you come down and no, 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 no. You justified the other one. Tell us what the fucking jet skis are for. They're for jet skiing. Clearly. I don't know what the police department that's from. So I don't know how relevant jet skiing would be. But I don't feel like that's normal police yeah. stuff. So there's that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay safe out there. Remember, there is a pandemic. So wear your goddamn mask so I don't have to yell at you and try to shame you into doing it. Are you yelling at people in public? Yeah. I'm not yelling. You. But I'm like, hey, where's your mask? There was a pair of nurses in scrubs wearing their nursing badges who were wearing the masks wrong and i was so mad maybe maybe you should leave your house right now i don't it's all gonna kill you look i don't like leaving the house <laughs> but sometimes true. you sometimes you need more soda pops and chicken and stuff <laughs> this guy has his uh, mountain dew marinated chicken every night <laughs> I made some pretty good chicken the other day, actually. Because you marinated it in Mountain Dew. Well, I threw it in the crock pot and let it... And put Mountain Dew over and it. And let it and simmer. And then you simmered it in Mountain Dew. For approximately 24 to 20... Maybe it was like 20 to 24 hours. It was fall apart tender. It was really good. Yeah, you don't have to cook it for that long to make it fall apart tender. Yeah, I know, but I... That's like, a long time. Threw it in there and then went to bed. Well, I came home and threw it in at like 7 and then let it simmer and then had to go to work and then came home and it was about 24 hours. So it was really good though. Good job, Sky. Thank you. But we'll see you guys next week with the next part of you've made so much progress from the person uh, who just didn't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're cooking things for two full days. I ate sometimes. I ate when it was appropriate. (laughs) 
No, lunchtime is when it's appropriate. Yeah, it's when I eat. An entire loaf of bread in the middle middle of the afternoon <laughs> once a day isn't eating. Wasn't an entire loaf. Half a loaf at a time. But Sorry, you can finish the yeah, thing. We'll see you guys next week with uh, the next installment of the ballad of whatever this guy's name was. Lugad. Lugung. Lugad. L-U-G-A-D. Lugad. Lugunk. Right. So we will see you guys next time. Stay safe. Everyone, fucking stay frosty, everyone.